learning friends, Wrinkle Brunner here. In today's podcast, we are going to continue talking about the basics, which brings us to a discussion about actually starting to run and the program that can help get you to 30 minutes running nonstop. If you joined us last week, I talked about running shoes and the benefit of going to a dedicated running store, so check that out if you missed it. Once you have those shoes, the next step is the most exciting, starting to run. I recommend the RRCA run-walk method to begin. First though, if you are new here, so am I. This is only the third episode of the first season, but I'm really excited for what's to come. I love to help people get started running, and to that end, I answer every email I receive. Many times the questions turn into posts on the blog or YouTube videos, and now ideas for this podcast. Let's jump in to talking about the Roadrunners Club of America Start to Run program. I'll link you to the plan at the RRCA website in the show notes so you can print it out and put it on your fridge today. This program is a run-walk plan that if you've heard of Jeff Galloway, he is kind of the father of the run-walk. Using this method, he still runs marathons in his 70s, something I hope to be doing as well. There is a post over on the Wrinkled Runner website that goes into a little more detail on using the run-walk method that I'll include in the show notes along with Jeff Galloway's website as well. The RRCA training will slowly build you up to a 30-minute run with no stopping over the course of 10 weeks, which will turn out to be between two to three and a half miles for most people. That's not to say everyone will do that. Concentrate just on getting to the 30-minute run and don't worry about mileage at this point. If you haven't run before or it's been a while, you don't want to push yourself to injury. I mean, races are still mostly on hold during this COVID season, so you probably won't be competing anytime soon, which means now is the perfect time to start running. No pressure. Following this program will have you running three days a week to start, and by the end, you will be running five days a week. Since I mostly coach older runners, I'm going to tell everyone listening the same thing. Don't run all the dates consecutively. Build rest days in between runs so that you can recover. And don't get discouraged if you need to take an extra day or if you can't run the whole time the plan tells you to. You're going to ward off injury if your body is telling you it needs a break. You'll also be more motivated to keep going if you aren't feeling sore and fatigued all the time. Make sure you're also doing the warm-up before the run. It's a five-minute walk just to get the body ready to go. The first week you start training, after that five-minute walking warm-up, you will run for only one minute and then walk for four. You'll do this for 30 minutes. It may feel like you're not getting anywhere, but you're introducing your body to the concept of running. And even if you are an avid walker, running does use the body differently. I know even after running consistently for almost 14 years now, if I take a couple of weeks off for any reason, my legs still have to get used to the motion of running again when I get started. Now that it's winter, there are even more muscles kicking in to keep me upright on slick sidewalks, and I don't usually feel some of those in the summer. And anyway, by the end of the month, you'll be running four minutes and walking for only one. So embrace the longer walk since it will change as the weeks go on and you may start to miss those early days. I'll put some interval apps in the show notes for you to check out. An app like that can alert you when it is time to switch to walking or running without you having to keep looking at your phone or your watch. And if you're listening to music or a podcast or something on your headphones, that will break into what you're listening to over your headphones and also tell you to switch. 
So when 10 weeks have gone by, you will have been adding more and more minutes to the run and you'll be running 30 minutes straight that week. After the training plan is complete, you can add 10% to your distance or your time so that you gradually build up to longer and longer runs. So if you're running two and a half miles a day in week 10, that's 12 and a half miles a week. The next week you could add a mile and a quarter to the weekly mileage by making a run or two longer than what you did before to add up to that mile and a quarter. If you want to stick to minutes, you would run an extra three minutes sometime in the week. This 10% rule is pretty standard in the running world and the wisdom behind it is the belief that gradually adding more running will help keep us from overtraining and getting burned out. The other thing you can do to tweak your training at this point is to add some workouts like hills, tempo runs, longer runs, once a week, and other variances. I'll link to a post that describes what those workouts actually mean and how to incorporate them into your training. It's actually kind of fun to add different runs to your week. Some are more stressful than others and you shouldn't add more than one to start, but they say variety is the spice of life and running can definitely get spicy. Most of your runs though should be slow and easy and you should be able to talk through them and that should be the goal for the first 10 weeks. Take it easy. Make sure you are getting your rest and recovery days in as well. I promise this will only benefit you in the end and make you stronger and faster. I'd love for you to check out that RRCA program so that you can get started with running. You can also look up running clubs near you and coaches that have been certified through the RRCA. And don't think coaches are only for elite runners or fast college kids. Many coaches are happy to work with new runners and some do it virtually. There are a lot of resources there on that site, so check them out. The RRCA goal is to get people running, and that's my goal too. The Wrinkled Runner podcast comes out on Mondays, and next week I'll be talking about running terms that you may have been hearing and confused about what they mean. Meanwhile, you can head over to wrinkledrunner.com to see what the website is like and search for The Wrinkled Runner on YouTube. My Facebook page is wrinkledrunner.com, and all those places will have my links to Twitter and Instagram. You can check out the show notes for the information on anything that I've talked about today. And once a month, I send out a newsletter on the first Saturday. It shows you everything that has been going on with Wrinkled Runner. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see you on the run. Bye.